We make ourselves worthy for you, Lord God. We humble ourselves before you, Lord God, that we are open unto your spirit, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God. Father, Lord God, open every window, every door, Lord God. Make yourself, Lord God. Hallelujah. Make your abode, Lord God, in us, Lord God. Father, Lord God, because without you we are nothing. We are empty. We are like an ocean with no water, Lord God. Father, Lord God, as you breathe before us, Lord God. Father, you are the breath that we breathe, Lord God. Every day we need your anointing. We need your presence. We need your infilling, Lord God. We need your spirit, Lord God. Father, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, as your anointing, Lord God, that flows in and through us, Lord God. We empty out ourselves, Lord God. Father, that you may come in. We worship you because you are God. We love you, Lord God, because you are Abba, our Father, Lord God. Father, we know, Lord God, we thirst after you, Lord God. We run to you, O oh Lord God. Father, Lord God, we seek your face, Lord God, your guidance, Lord God, your hands, Lord God, that we would know you, Lord God. Father, we thank you, Lord God. Father, for the thoughts that we have in our mind, Lord God, we know, Lord God, that you gave them unto us, Lord God. Father, we thank you that you will continue to direct us, Lord God. Father, that you will continue to lead us, Lord God, in the path that you have created for us, Lord God. Father, Lord God, we know, Lord God, because of your spirit, Lord God, everything that once had us captive, Lord God, is gone, Lord God. Everything that once kept us, Lord God, hallelujah, away from you, Lord God, is no longer there, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. So as we acknowledge you and we know that you are our God, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for coming inside of us. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah for changing our hearts, changing our thoughts, Lord God, changing our ability, Lord God. Father, we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. As you continue, Lord God, to be our God, Lord. You are our master builder, Lord God. You have created inside of us, Lord God, those things, Lord God, that allow us, Lord God, to be strong, Lord God. In you, Lord God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that those things, Lord God, that you have taken out of us, Lord God, that were not productive, Lord God, to our relationship. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for we want more of you. More of you. Hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, we glorify you, Lord God. Oh, let every hand and every mouth just praise the Lord right now. Oh, we thank you, Lord God. Wherever you are right now, just take time and give God praise. Hallelujah, Lord God. Psalms 11 and 5 says that the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting. Hallelujah, Lord God. We lift you up right now, Lord God. We glorify you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord God, you are Alpha and Omega, Lord God. You are the beginning and the ending, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Lord, you are good, Lord God. You are good, Lord God. Everything that you do is awesome, Lord God. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Oh. 
Lord God, and we thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Never failing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, just let your hearts and your mouths connect again. And just worship the Lord.
the Lord spoke to me and he said that this is what he wanted in the atmosphere. He wanted us to bow down, bow down and worship him and acknowledge that he's here. Acknowledge that he's here and then enter in because a lot of times we just want to sing the lyrics of the song, but we don't want to move into what's happening in this moment. Hallelujah. It's an honor and it's a privilege to be able to enter into the house of worship and to be able to lift our hands and just be able to tell the Lord, thank you for keeping us. He kept us. He brought us to this place. And Father, we thank you that your glory fills this house, Father. Father, we thank you that you are now in this place, Father. We thank you that you are here, Lord God. The most important guest is here, Lord God. And we worship you. We worship you. We worship. We worship you in this moment. We worship you, Lord God. We worship you. 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 We don't worship our problems. We worship you. We don't worship our blessings. We worship you, Lord God. Father, we worship you. It's all about you, Lord God. It's all about you. 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 It's all about you, Lord God. That's why we can put every weight to the side in this moment and we can bow down and we can worship you. We worship you, Father. Yes, God, yes. Down in worship Father, we thank you for this moment and what you're doing right now, Father. Right now, Father. We thank you, Father. We bless you. We exalt you, Father. We lift you up, Lord God. Father, you are everything. You are everything, Lord God. Father, we declare that even on last week, we declare that in this moment, Father, we lay aside everything, Lord God, and we make this moment. Some of us have not worshipped all week, so we should take advantage of this moment. Hallelujah, Father, we bless you. Enter into his presence. Enter into his fire. The consuming fire. God wants to consume those things that 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 are, that are, that are held us down all through last week. Worship is a powerful weapon when we understand how powerful worship is in this moment. Father, we, we embrace this moment in time for what you're doing right now, Lord God. Father, we enter into you. We enter into your presence. We enter into this moment. We enter into your glory, Lord God. Father, we enter into your will and what it is that you want to do and what it is that you want to say, Lord God. We press into you. We press to you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that your Holy Spirit fills this room, Lord God. Father, we thank you that your consuming fire is here, Lord God, that it saturates this place, Lord God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We bless you. We reverence you, Father. We reverence you. We reverence you. We reverence you, Abba. We reverence you. We reverence you, Lord God. We reverence you, Abba. We reverence you, Abba. We reverence you, Abba. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. We bless you. Hallelujah, God. We worship you. Father, we are nothing without you. Father, we need you. Father, in this moment, we acknowledge that we need you. 
microphone and I can't I can't really do what I want to do. But 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 can somebody bow for me? Oh God. Hallelujah. Can somebody bow for me? Can somebody can somebody bow for me? Hallelujah. Can somebody be my surrogate in this moment? Hallelujah, God. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Right there, right there in this moment. Somebody's taking advantage of this moment. Somebody's taking advantage of this moment. Somebody's taking advantage of this moment right now, right now, right now, right now. Yeah, that you just begin to cry up out of your spirit. This is personal in this moment. There's something that you need that you can only get from God. And this is a great moment to acknowledge him and let him know that you understand that you're nothing without him. This is a great moment to, to let him know that, that in this moment you're making a decision to no longer be frustrated by the frustrator that you're going to give all of your cares to him. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, worship him. Oh, God, yes, Father. Father, it's in this you enter into those situations that we've been holding on to that you told us to give to you Lord God this is the moment this is the moment see God said I want to switch this thing up it's like you are asking him to enter there's some places that we've had him locked out of all week because of fear because of anxiety because of worry because of frustration but this is the moment to open the door and say Father come on in Come on in, come on in, come on in and fix what needs to be fixed. Repair what needs to be repaired, even in our hearts, Father. We give them to you, Lord God. Our hearts, Lord God. You are heart fixed. I used to hear my grandmother say, and a mind regulator, Lord God. Father, we thank you, Lord God. And even in the midst of worship in this moment, Father, we thank you that you're regulating what needs to be regulated, Lord God. That you're making the adjustments, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father. That there's that in this moment, in your presence, Lord God, in this moment, in your fire, as you have saturated this place, Lord God. Father, as you have consumed this place with your presence, with your fire, with your glory, Father, we bless you. We bless you, Father. We magnify you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. Hallelujah, Lord God. You are our bread when we're hungry. You are our water when we're thirsty. You are our healer when we're sick. (laughs) And we thank you, Lord God. desires to be worshipped. Hallelujah, Father God. Worship Him. Enter in. Oh, 
Jesus. Father, thank you, Lord God. We bless you. We bless you. We magnify you. In this moment, I can see that God is touching. So we don't want to go beyond. Thank you, MIT Rosetta. We don't want to go beyond what God is doing. We want to stay right there and allow God to touch. Father, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We bless you. saying this is holy ground hallelujah god this is holy ground 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 you're doing in this moment, Father. Father, we surrender to you, Lord God. We bow down in your presence in this moment. We bow down in this moment. We bow down in this moment. We bow down in this moment, Lord God. We surrender. We surrender. We surrender, Lord God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Mm, Yes, it is. We thank you that you are a comforter, Father. 
touching him in that place. Hallelujah, God. We pray that you bring strength to them, Lord, in this moment, Father. We thank you, Lord God. I hear the Lord say, Worship me until the worry leaves. Worship me until the worry leaves. Worship me until the worry leaves. Somebody is worrying. But I hear God say, Worship me until the worrying leaves. Worship me until the worrying leaves worship me until the worrying leaves worship me until you make me larger than the worry worship me until worship worship me until worry has to leave worship me bow down in my presence bow down in my presence and give me that worry worship me until worry has to go it has to go it cannot stay it cannot stay in my presence it cannot stay in my presence. I hear the Lord saying, worship me until worry goes. Worship me until worry goes. Worship me until the worry goes. Worship me until you see me as your solution. Worship me until you see me as your answer. Worship me until you see me as Jehovah Jireh. Worship me until you see me as Abba. Worship me until you see See me as Jehovah Nisi. Worship me. Worship me until I become what you need me to be. God said, in my presence, I become what you need me to be. Worship me. Worship me. Worship me. Worship me. Worship me. Worship me. Worship me until I release my fire. Worship me. Worship me until I consume everything that's troubling you. Worship me. Because I'm concerned about those things that you're concerned about. But I need you to worship me. Enter into my presence. Because your troubles, they can't follow you there. Enter into my presence. Enter into my presence. We bow down in your presence, Father. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah, Father, we worship you, 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 we worship you until our unsaved children come back. We worship you, Lord God. We worship you. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Lord God. Until our sick relatives are healed. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you, Lord God. We worship you, Lord God, until we are healed. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you, Lord God. We worship you, Lord God, until that promotion comes through. We worship you, Lord God. What do you do while you're waiting on God to feel give you the answer? What do you do while you're waiting on it to happen. You worship him. We worship him. We're just taking this moment. We're just taking this moment to press with somebody that needs to press. We're just in this moment taking this moment. We're taking advantage of your presence Lord God. We're taking advantage of your presence because we know that when you show 
power, the supernatural is released. And we thank you, Lord God, for this moment, Lord God, of miracles now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for a supernatural divine release of favor in this moment, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord God. Father, not that we worship you to get anything, Lord God. We worship you because of who you are. Father, we don't worship you to get anything from you, Lord God. We worship you for who you are. But, Father, there's something about when we worship you, Lord God. There's an exchange that takes place. And, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the exchange now, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that we're giving you all of these things that are hindering us, Lord God. Giving us you all these things that are keeping us from worshiping, Lord God. Giving us all, you all of those things that's keeping us from praising, Lord God. Giving us all, you all of those things, Father, in the name of Jesus. And you've given us more of yourself, God. Because you said in your word that if we seek you first, Lord God, in your righteousness, all of these things, what is this thing, whatever you need that according to his will that you ask, God, to those things I will give to you. I will answer your prayer. I will answer your prayer. There's a powerful weapon that is called worship that we don't want to use because it, it, it requires our flesh to submit to the moment. But Father, I thank you, Lord God, that flesh is submitting to this moment. Hallelujah. Flesh is submitting to this moment. Flesh is submitted to this moment because this is not about us, Father. This is about you, Lord God. And we bless you, Father, in the name of Jesus because people are getting healed in moments like this. People are coming off of medication because of moment like this. People are getting supernatural debt cancellation because of this, Father. Hallelujah, Lord God. We thank you, Father, that relationships that were ordained of you are being restored because of moments like this, Father. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus for this moment. We thank you, Father God. Father, we thank you, Abba. We thank you. We thank you, Abba. Father, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you, Lord God. We worship you. 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 We worship you, Lord God. Even our streaming audience, wherever you are, if you're not down, done so. If you're in a place where you can, why don't you get in a posture of worship? Just get in a posture of worship. This may be something that you're not used to. It may be something that you're not familiar to. But I'm telling you right now, it's something that you need. 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 I hear God say, that's something that you need. And it's in this moment. That's something that you need. And it's in this moment. That's something that you need. And it's in this moment. It's something that you need. That's in this moment. See, I see somebody getting a touch. I see somebody being touched by God. And that's what this moment is all about. It's all about. It's all about Him. This is holy ground. This is holy ground. This is holy ground. This is not no extraordinary place. This is a place that we enter into God. In this moment, this is holy ground. This is the place where you worship Him. 
Hallelujah, Father, we bow down. We bow down, we bow down, we bow down, we bow down. We bow down, we bow down, we bow down. We bow down, we bow down. I dare somebody right now. You, you, God has been telling you to stand up and lift your hands. And you haven't done it. But I'm going to tell you right now. If you stand in this moment and lift up your hands and tell God, thank you. God said, that thing that you've been wrestling with, God said, I'm going to honor that. Stand now. You know who it is that I'm talking to. God said, get up out of your seat and stand and worship him. And worship him. And worship him. And worship him. I'm not trying to force you. I'm trying not trying to coerce you. I'm trying to help you. Hallelujah, God. I want to see you receive what it is that God has said that you can have. Hallelujah. And we, we have to take advantage of moments like this. These are precious moments. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you all so much. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Bless him. Bless him. Continue to worship 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 him. Right there, right there. That's him that's touching. That's him that's touching. That's him that's touching. That's not me. That's him. That's not us. That's him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Yes. Hallelujah, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. When we were in worship at the beginning of today's worship gathering, and I do have a word from the Lord on today, and I want to share it with you all. But Pastor Cynthia said something that was so in sync with um, this series that we've been in and, and, and what God wants to share with us on today. When she said that he's the master builder. Yeah. Um, and so on today in our What God Says series, he wants you to know that you're a masterpiece. And so when she said that, it was just so much confirmation in that because that's where God has had me. And I didn't, I, I failed to, but I'll, I'll put this online. One of our Thrive Zone children, not this past Saturday, but the previous Saturday, when they came in for rehearsal, she came running to me and she had a piece of paper and it was folded. And uh, and she wanted to give it to me. And she wanted me to open it in front of her. And when I opened it, she had made the most beautiful art design. And she said it was for me. And then her mother said, I didn't know that's what she was doing. And when I was praying, that God said, that's how he is about us. She was so excited to get here, to give to me what she had created to me. And she didn't ask her mother to help her with it. She didn't ask anybody else to help her with it. She did it all on her own. 
And I just want to encourage somebody to let you know that God is working on something just for you. I want to encourage you on today to let you know that God has not forgotten about you. Don't allow life and life circumstances convince you that God has forgotten about you because God has not forgotten about you. He says in his word that he would never leave us nor forsake us. We were talking about that on last week and God is, he is true to what it is that he said. He's not a man. He can't lie. He won't lie. If he's spoken it, it's sure to come to pass. If God has promised you something, the thing that we have to realize is that God moves in his timing, not our timing. And so we have to learn to not get frustrated because we're trying to put God on our timetable instead of us submitting to God in his timetable. And so today I want to talk to you Um, From Ephesians, the second chapter. Ephesians, the second chapter. If I can get all of my devices to sync up and cooperate, that would be amazing. If not, I know MIT Rosetta has me on the screen. Amen. And we're going to begin reading at the first verse. Ephesians 2. Chapter 2. And you were dead in your trespasses and sins, in which you were formerly walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. Among them, we too all formerly live in the lust of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. But God, somebody said, but God, (laughs) but God being rich in his mercy because of his great love, which he had, which he loved us, be encouraged. God loves you. And not only does he love you, but he has a great love for you. Even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. This is the gift of God. We thank God for the gift of salvation. We thank God that it's not based on our merit and something that we can do. We thank God that it's a gift. It's something that he chose to give to us, just like Ariah chose to bring that gift to me. She gave that gift to me. And we thank God for salvation, not as a result of work so that no one can may boast. When God does it, and he takes us out of our transgressions, and he takes us out of our sins, and he delivers us and and brings us over to his side, you know, (laughs) that we switch partners. And God does things in a way that so that we cannot boast. 
God does things in a way so that he gets the glory and to let us know that we can't not take the credit. Because if we can't take the credit, then guess what? We can't do it. It's impossible. Um, The redemption and salvation is impossible outside of him. It's not something that we can do of our own so then we don't boast about it. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Who, cry, who God prepared beforehand so that we will walk in them. For we are his workmanship. We are his masterpiece. The thing that I love about this, so many things, but one of the things that I love about this particular passage of reading is that the fact that God said we are his masterpiece. That means that we belong to him. We are his masterpiece. A lot of times in life we may not feel like a masterpiece or other people may not make us feel like we're their masterpiece. But God says that we are his masterpiece. We are his workmanship. God takes pride in delivering us. God takes Pride in taking us from the place where we used to be and putting us on this journey and putting us on this road called life. See, the thing about it is that once we come into relationship with him, somebody needs to know that the old things have passed away. And behold, you are a new creature in Christ Jesus. See, there's no condemnation. I want to help somebody on today. I want to help you to get over your past. I want to help you to go beyond your mistakes and the things that you've done wrong and and all of those life lessons that you had to learn. God knew that you were going to make those mistakes. Stop beating yourself up. God knew that you were going to fall short. That's why he gave us access to him through salvation. Because he knew that there were things that we would deal with in life that only he could make right. So the thing about it is I love the fact that salvation gives us access to become his masterpiece. So now that you have accepted him as your Lord and Savior, now that you're on his team, then what we have to do is we have to surrender. And allow him to create us into who he called us to be. Because, see, he created us with a purpose in mind according to his word. We're not an afterthought. See, the thing I love about God, he is a master builder. Like Pastor Cynthia said on today, he's not an average builder. He, He does not even, he has no competitors. Nobody can compete with him. Nobody can design the way that he can design. That's why you're unique in your own right. Because nobody else can be you. Because God designed you as his workmanship. As his jewel. Even before with a purpose in mind. So God says today in this what God says series. God wants you to know that you are a masterpiece. You may not feel like a masterpiece in this moment, but you are a masterpiece. You are God's workmanship. And all of those things that you're dealing with right now, because you have submitted to him, and if you haven't submitted to him, this will be a great opportunity to do so. 
Because you cannot become his masterpiece if you're not on his will, if you're not in his hand. But today I'm talking to those who are in this moment. Because you need to understand that no matter what picture life has painted, you're still God's masterpiece. And what you're seeing right now and what you're experiencing in this moment is not your end result. God is the author and the finisher. He's not a quitter. He does not give up. He does not stop in the middle. He, he's not like one of those contractors and those builders that, that get their deposit and then they come and do a little bit of work and then they disappear and you can't find them anymore. He, that's not, we're not talking about that type of builder. We're talking about the master builder. Nobody else has access to his blueprints and his strategies. No matter how much we do, and God knows I am a certified coach with the John Maxwell team, but I am not a master builder. Nobody can coach us like he can. Nobody, no, nobody can assist us the way that, nobody can help us because you know what? He's the only one, ooh, God, the only one that has access to our blueprint. He's the only one that knows our end from the beginning. He's the only one that knows what your end look like. Now, we can see prophetically, and God can give us insight, spiritual insight, but at the end of the day, only he knows. That's the reason why right now where you are and what you're dealing with, God is not even moved because he knows you're his masterpiece. He knows that all of these things that you're going through right now, that even according to his word, he said, I'm going to cause all those things to work together for your good, for your workmanship, for you to become the masterpiece that I predestined for you to become. See, God knows how to take all of those things from our past and all of those things from our present, even those things that we were experiencing. And God said, I take all of this and I put it, it's all a part of my recipe. It's all a part of my design. It's all a part of my strategy. It may not look like it. That's why I let you know that my thoughts, that my thoughts go much further than yours. You can't figure me out. I, somebody today needs to surrender your masterpiece and become a masterpiece. God's masterpiece. Sometimes we just have to understand that we got it wrong. Sometimes we just have to accept that we missed it and then go back and say, sometimes it's not even about repenting because you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't sin. You just missed it. You just turned right when you should have turned left. That's all. You don't have to repent. Lord God, I took a right back at the t-. No. Just say, Lord, I just went the wrong way. My GPS said, I thought my GPS said right, but my GPS really said left. It said, I thought, I can't count, I can't calculate. It said 0.2 miles. I got well, I did it the other day. I was GPSing and got off on the wrong street. But one thing about the GPS, it reroutes us. Huh? And see, then we got to allow the master builder to reroute us when we take the wrong, when we get off on the wrong exit, Michaela. I just want to encourage somebody today that no matter where you are, you are still God's workmanship. You are still his masterpiece. 
That's why he started this out in the beginning of the scripture. To I know you're a sinner. <laughs> I know that. I know you're going to make mistakes. I know you're going to have shortcomings. But in spite of all of that, I am still God. I knew you were going to get stuck in your trespasses and your sins. I knew that. I knew you were going to have some battles that was difficult for you to fight. I knew that. But I still chose you. Ooh, God. I, I still see you beyond where you see yourself. I still see you as my masterpiece. Be encouraged on today. Don't allow life to make you think That your past failures supersede God's present redemption. There's a thing that's called process that we have to identify with Christ in his life, his death, his resurrection, and his ascension. We have to go through all of those different phases. We want to know, we want to know, we want to know Christ over in this aspect. We don't want to know him in this aspect. So we don't want to go through anything. But there's a process to become his masterpiece. And it's not always pleasant. It doesn't always feel good. But it's necessary. And then you get a leader like me that sees you going through your process and had audacity to say it's necessary. Those are the type of people that we need in our lives. Not people so whole quick to, to, to when God is processing us. And the first time they hear us cry out, they want to open the door and let us out. Not realizing that they're not doing us any good. They're actually hindering our progress. And, 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 and delaying us from becoming the masterpiece that God has, cre- has predestined for us to be. I'm here to let somebody know today it's necessary. In order for you to become a masterpiece, the masterpiece that he has created you to be, you have to submit to the process. That you have to endure. Knowing and understanding that God said that all these things, not some things, all of these things will work together for your good. When you surrender to him, when you say, Father, I get out of your way. I can't fix it. It's bigger than me. I made a mistake. I made some poor choices. Guess what? You're not the only one. Give it to him so he can help you to fix it. To make it right. Because in spite of that, you are still a masterpiece. You are still his workmanship. And God is saying, listen, not only are you his masterpiece that you were created in Christ Jesus, For good works. God created you for good. Now life happens, but I've come to the place where I realize that he said he created us for good. So even bad is good. Hmm? Even uncomfortable is good. Even don't feel good is good. 
You know why? Because he causes all of those things to work together for our good according to the power that's working on the, the call to us being in Christ. That's what he's talking about, the power that's working on the inside. Christ is in you. Once you accept him, he becomes a part of you. He becomes a part of you. And, and then he says, I, I'm, I'm at the, I, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all, I'm at the 10th, 10th verse. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. See, somebody, somebody getting directions. Which God prepared beforehand that we would walk in him. Listen to me. You are a masterpiece. You are not an afterthought. No matter the circumstances surrounding your birth, you are not an afterthought. You were created for a purpose and a destiny. When God spoke you into existence, he already knew what he wanted you to do. That's why he gave us the bridge to all of that through salvation. So when we understand it's not us that's making ourselves be the masterpiece. It's through him. That's why he said that so that we don't boast in ourselves, that we understand it's through him that we're going to accomplish what we're going to accomplish. And we don't have any right to take any credit for anything. He wants the glory. He wants the credit. He wants to show you off. Oh, God. You know, when they build a nice house, launch a business, write a book, release a CD. It's something you have called a showing or a launch party. I hear God said, I'm ready to launch somebody. I'm ready. I'm ready to pull the drapes back. I'm ready to show you off. And you said in your mind, I don't, I don't feel like I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel worthy. So you got to take authority over it and bind that up. Because you got to understand it's not based off of your righteousness. It's not based off of your credentials. It's based off of the fact that you became in relationship with him. And that you are in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus is in you. He created you for good with a purpose. You are his masterpiece. He has good intentions towards you. Hmm. He has good intentions towards you. You are a masterpiece. You are a jewel. Stop selling yourself short and talking down every time something goes wrong. Let me tell you something. If you keep giving up, you're never going to get where you're going. And the enemy does not use any new weapons. He chooses the same weapon, just a different vessel. Just another day of the week. So if you battle with, 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 with frustration, if you battle with depression or you battle with loneliness or whatever your struggle may be, because we all have one. 
Some of us have just learned how to cope better through Christ and through prayer and whatever strategy it is. God wants you to know that he's bigger than that. And because he's in you, you're bigger than that. You don't have to be your generational curse. You can be the curse breaker. You don't have to do what you saw somebody in your family do that was wrong, that didn't them in a place that they shouldn't be. You can be the difference maker. You can be the one that brings about a change. That could be what God has predestined for you to be. But that comes with a price called submission. After a while, we just learn to understand, you know what, God? I'm in you. You called me to this. You created me for a purpose. You created me in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. God didn't just say he's going to do these things just so as to put them up on the wall. God said, I, cre- I have some things I want you to enter in. That's one of the days why in worship I can say enter in. There's some things that God wants you to grab a hold of. There's some things that God wants you to possess as his masterpiece. So today I want to encourage you to know, trust, and understand that no matter where you are in life, don't give up on God. I don't run away from the fire. When trouble comes, run to the fire. Don't stop praying. Pray more. Don't stop giving. Give more. Don't stop worshiping. Worship more. Whatever it is that, mm, my God, whatever it is, that weapon, that tool that you use in your life, that's a part of your process and a part of the strategy that he gave to you. See, the enemy wants to frustrate you to the point that you, you throw that weapon down. And then you go into fight unarmed. And the enemy showing up fully loaded and having a field day with you. Because you left your weapon. You stop reading the word. You stop praying. You stop worshiping. Some of us stop. We stop, we stop coming in, in corporate worship. That's what the enemy wants. Because he realizes we cannot become a masterpiece outside of the master builder. We got to learn how to reject what God is, what God is not building. We have to reject what's not a part of our blueprint just because it may be working for somebody else. We, we don't want it, Father. We resist it. We, we want what you have for us. We want, we, we want our blocks. We, we, want, our, we want our lumber. We, we, we need the carpet. We, 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 need, we need this type of window. We need all of these things in our spiritual house and our destiny. We reject anything that you did not sin. Some of y'all need to start checking the labels on y'all packages. What am I saying? You need to check the sender. Hmm? You need to check the sender. And if you know that's not what God said, you have to reject it. and send, Don't even open it. Return to sender. 
return to sender because we're rejecting anything in this season, anything in this moment, anything that's in this hour that goes against what God has said and what God, the good works that God prepared beforehand. Knowing and understanding that you are in Christ Jesus, you are a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold. Behold means look, take a look. I know you know who I used to be. But come and take a look at I'm a masterpiece now. Hmm. I surrendered to the Father. And I am a new creation. That means you can't, you can't step to me the way you used to step to me. Life. I, I'm not going to accept what I know the builder wants me to reject. I'm not going to open any packages that are going to cause me harm. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to allow you to trip me up this time. I'm a new creation. And I didn't understand my value then, but I understand my value now. And so because now I, I understand my value, the things that I used to do, the places that I used to go, the people that I used to hang around with, I don't do those things anymore. Why? Because I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Second Timothy 2 and 21 says, therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from these things, he will be an implement for honor, sanctified, useful to the master, prepared for every good work. Hmm. I'm going to read that again. Second Timothy 2, I'm sorry, Timothy 2 and 21. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from these things, he will be for honor, sanctified, useful to the master, prepared for every good work. No matter what. See, we can be cleansed, but not really grab a hold of that. Because situations and our past will show up and try to remind us of who we used to be. But the word of God says that when we allow ourselves to be clean, we would then be a vessel for honor. You are a masterpiece that deserves to be honored, sanctified, and you are useful to the master. And you have been prepared for every good work. Everything that God has called you to do, every good work that is assigned to you, God said that he's prepared you. He has made you a masterpiece. Not some, but every good work. Don't leave anything left undone. Don't allow life and your feelings and your frustrations and all of those things that the enemy throws at us. Because let me tell you something. 
there's going to be other challenges. Now, I wish I could just release a word in this house and just tell everybody you, you won't have any more challenges, but I'd be lying. Because there's always going to be opportunities for us to grow. And sometimes those opportunities come through life challenges. That's why we have to embrace those challenges, understanding that God is with us, that he said in his word that he will never leave us nor forsake us. So I can go through this because I know that you're with me. I can go through the process of becoming that good work and that workmanship that you spoke about because I understand that you're with me because you said that you would never leave me. I'm trying to help somebody to shift today to understand that just because it feels like God is not with you does not mean he's not. He's watching over his word to perform it. Oh, I just love him so much. He's such an awesome father. Because he's concerned about everything, even the hairs, the number. I I often tell myself, God loves me so much. Do you know how difficult it would be for you to sit down and how long it would take for you to count the number of hairs? Do you even care? Do you even care enough to even sit? Do you? But see, God, that's how much he loves us. That's how concerned he is about you as a masterpiece in the potter's hand. So concerned that he even knows the number of hairs on your head. Even when you pluck one out, he takes note of it. He bottles up our tears. He knows all of these things about us. Stuff we can't even, we don't know about ourselves. He knows. Why? Because he is the originator of us. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to give up today. He is with you. Be encouraged. God says that you are a masterpiece. And when I looked up that word masterpiece, you are a showpiece. You are a block blockbuster. You are a smash, a success. You are a winner. You are a jewel. You are a prize. You are a treasure. That's who God says you are as his workmanship, as his masterpiece, as his vessel of honor. That's who you are. I need you to embrace this today so that you don't give up on your purpose so that you don't get. So even last week after we signed up, God had me in the place where he was saying, help my people not to miss me. Encourage them where they are right now to let them know that I'm still with them. I may be silent, but I'm present. It's just like a baby who's sleeping at night and the parents have a monitor in the room. They're sleeping, but they're present. See, God, we, but, but God is a God that he don't sleep nor slumber. He, he doesn't sleep. Your parents sleep. And, and if you make a noise, they're going to hear it through the baby monitor. They're going to come and see about you. He said, I may be silent, but I am present.
I just love him so much because he be showing me so much. I just love when he gives me illustrations. Whenever the SWAT team is going in to rescue somebody, do they go in with blasting sirens? Yeah, we're coming to get you. Mm-mm. Nobody knows they're coming but those who are on the team. God says some of us are in situations that we need him to be that for us. So where you are right now, when you least expect it, God is going to show up. And he's going to kick the front door in and Lord have mercy on everything that was worn against you. You just got to be patient. You just got to hold on. Don't give up now. This is not the time to give up. This is the time to press in. And Pastor Denise, why would you come in the midst of so much that's happening in the world right now? People are discouraged even now with, with, with the things that are happening. Because that's when you need to know that you are a masterpiece. You are God's workmanship. Hold on to that today. It's not based on how you feel. It's based on who he is. We just have to come in agreement with what God has already declared. Come into agreement with what God has already spoken. To come in agreement with what he's already done. Because he said, it is finished. It is done. Do you know that when we were birthed into this world, no matter what birthing process our mothers chose, it was still finished. Before your mother could put you in your pretty outfit that they chose, you were going to wear home from the hospital, it was already finished. I'm trying to make it as plain as I can. Even when you went through that first disappointment, it was finished. It was done. You just got to know and trust and have faith in God. That whatever he has declared, according to his purpose and his design and his blueprint for your life, if you hold on and don't give up, you're going to see what God said. You can't see what God said if you give up. You can't see what God says if you turn your back and walk away. I want to help somebody today. That's the reason why it's been so intense. It's because the enemy has wanted to discourage you. See, because he does not know our destined end. But I'm going to tell you something. He's been around long enough to know. That when he sees certain stuff starting to happen in our lives, when we start to wake up and realize who we are, when we start tapping into our gifts, 
He just knows God's ability when we surrender to him. When we tell God a yes for real. And we tell God no matter what, I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to trust you. So what he does is he intensifies his pursuit. To try to get us to give up on God. But let me tell you something. God is able. I am seeing people receive miracles in this moment. We are in a special place in him. Where God is doing a new thing with submitted people. That God is going to declare it today and we're going to see it tomorrow. Because we didn't give up. Just like this, God can change your situation. Just like that, God can fix it. But sometimes God allows us to be where we are so that we can see ourselves and where we have, where we can grow. And sometimes we're in a holding pattern. It's just like when you're on a plane. Sometimes it's not safe to land. So just because you want to land, would you rather the pilot land knowing you all might not make it? Or would you rather the pilot wait until he has clearance? That's how God is. He sees what's on the landing strip of our lives. And so a lot of times he'll just keep us circling. Because he sees what we can't see. So we have to surrender to that. I pray that God has blessed someone on today. And that you are encouraged to know that you are a masterpiece. God's masterpiece. I'm standing for a moment because I need somebody to let that sink in. Life has tried to convince you that you're not. And that you're not worthy. That you're not capable. But today I'm asking you to surrender all of that to him. That's one of the reasons why we had to really just press in and worship today. Because sometimes the word that God is going to bring forth, we have to be prepared to receive it. We have to be prepared to receive it. We have to be prepared to receive it. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Father God. I just want to release a word over this house and over those who are tuned in online. Um, 
You know that song right there, the lyrics is, I just want you. Nothing else matters, I just want you. And so, in this moment, Father, we just... I want to encourage someone because I hear God speaking. And I want to say this in the most tactful way. The best thing that you could do for yourself in this moment, if you've been frustrated and you've been in a place where you wanted to give up, is to be determined to be who God has called you to be. To focus on strengthening your relationship with God. Because I'm going to tell you something. I want to encourage you. There's nothing he can't do. Now, pastor may not be able to do it. Mom and daddy may not be able to do it. Brother, sister, BFF, next door neighbor. But let me tell you about God. He can do anything. Anything he desires and wants to do. God can change the hearts of kings and queens. God can touch the hearts of people that's in position to fix your day. That's how powerful he is. That's who's in you. That's who you belong to. That's whose masterpiece you are. I just want to release this word of prayer. Because your destiny matters to me. Your feelings, they don't matter to me. But your destiny, your destiny matters to me. We have a responsibility to make sure your foundation is established. So that as God's building, it won't cave under. That you'll be able to hold the weight of the responsibilities. A lot of things, Michaela, I wanted I realized later on in life that they were meant for me, but I was not prepared. And that when God says that he does not put new wine in old wine school, I really got a revelation. That's why people can win the lottery and get all of that money. And then in a couple of months, they be broke. And you sit back and say, how in the world? But if your mind is not renewed, that will also be us. So we thank God that he cares enough about us, that he strengthens us to be able to become who he's called us to be. And he equips us. And I love him because he does not do a rush job. He takes his time. Mm, That's where somebody is today. I don't want to call names out while we're live. I don't want to do that. 
because we're in a place right now God is doing things in secrecy and people who are not wise they're interrupting people's lives and causing havoc because they want to do everything online so Father we thank you for this moment Father we thank you for this word that you have declared on today Father to let your children know that they are a masterpiece your masterpiece They belong to you. They're unique. They're different. They're set apart. They're extraordinary. They're winners and never defeated. So, Father, I thank you, Lord God, that this word will go with them as they leave this campus or they leave online. That this word will go with them that no matter what they are experiencing, the setbacks, the disappointment, the mistakes, the challenges, that they are still a masterpiece. And that you created them. For good works. And because they are in you. And you are in them. They cannot fail. And just because they made a mistake. Does not mean they are a failure. That means that they're human. There's someone right now, and I'm not going to go into detail. I don't know. You're online or you're in this building. But you made some choices in the back, in the past. And there's something that you believe in God for, and there's a blockage there. And the enemy has been telling you that it's because of this thing that you did. And he's been trying to convince you that you're under a curse. I take authority over that now. In the name of Jesus, I crush that seed. And I speak crop failure to that seed. And I command it to die. And those thoughts to cease now. In the name of Jesus. Because in God's word, he lets you know that old things have passed away. You are a new creation in him. And when we come and we ask for forgiveness, he is just to forgive us, to cleanse us, to make us vessels of honors, and to give us another chance. So I thank you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, that in this moment, their faith is being restored. And for whatever it is that the enemy has convinced them that they cannot have, Father, I thank you now in this moment, they receive it by faith. They receive it by faith. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this moment. God, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Hallelujah. We want to thank you all for for joining us today and allowing us to be obedient to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And always for God to have his way. Pray that um, on today you have been challenged and you have also been blessed. And that you understand that you are a masterpiece. And we want to give you an opportunity to sow, if that's what's on your heart, to give your tithes and your offering um, to sow. And I don't often do financial things. Leadership would tell you that, but 
I want to encourage you that no matter what, sow your seed. Sow your seed. As God leads you to sow, sow. Because he rebukes the devourer for our sake. And so you cannot beat God. God said, you sow your seed and I will take what you have left. And I will magnify it and increase it. And it will become more than what you need. See, God always goes above and beyond what we could ask or think. That's just, that's just his character. That's who he is. So I want to challenge you to sow today and to believe God and to trust God with your seed and give your seed an assignment. God, thank you, Father. MIT Rosetta is going to give us instructions on how to sow. to each of you. My name is Angela White, and I'm the finance team leader here at the Thrive Zone Church. It is now our time of generosity. This is the time where you can sow into the kingdom whatever God has placed on your heart by way of the Thrive Zone Church. You can do so by any of the means that you see right now. If you are in our sanctuary, you can also leave your seed in the bucket on the generosity table that's near the door. Luke 6 and 38 says, Give and it shall be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together, and run over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. God bless you. Hello, thank you for joining us here at Thrive Zone Church Worship Experience. We're glad you're here. My name is Arlington. And my name is MIT Glenicia. And we're here to share the Thrive Zone Church announcements. Stay informed. Text CONNECT to 404-800-1130. And we'll keep you in the loop and updated on life at the Thrive Zone Church. Thrive Table Talk. Our interactive Bible discussion is now virtual. Please be our guest this Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Visit our website at www.thrivezone.life. Click on the Thrive Table Talk link. We'll save a virtual seat for you. Join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 a.m. for our prayer call. Dial 1971-224-6593. The access code is 429-658. You're invited to join our eCampus. Visit www.thrivezone.live and click on the eCampus link to find out more or to just become a member. If you have not done so, please download our app to stay connected and receive all the alerts and updates. Text APP to 404-800-1130. And remember, you can always post your prayer request on our app's prayer wall or email your prayer request to prayer at thrivezone.live. Life. Thrive Zone t-shirts are now available. 
please place your order at our website, www.thrivezone.life. And please connect with us on all social media platforms at The Thrive Zone. Have a great week, and until next time, keep, keep thriving. thriving. Here at the Thrive Zone Church, we believe in the power of prayer and in the power of agreement. And we are here to stand with you if you need us to agree with you in prayer. You can email your prayer request to prayer at thrivezone.life or call 470-543-0358. You can also post your prayer request on our prayer wall by downloading our app, text app, APP to 404-800-1130. Once downloaded, open the app, click on the prayer wall icon, click add at the top right corner, type in your prayer request, click send, and we will begin to agree with you in prayer. We invite you to connect with us on all social media at Thrive Zone. And if you have not done so, don't forget to download our app. By downloading our app, you can post your prayer requests on our prayer wall, view upcoming gatherings, view previous worship gatherings, access Thrive Table Talk discussions, notes, order products, and more. Downloading is simple. Just text APP to 404-800-1130. You'll receive a link with the instructions to download the app. As confirming us as being God's masterpiece. We thank God for that. We thank God for everyone that joined us today we thank god that you were blessed and we um thank you for being with us and welcome you to be with us again next week at the thrive zone thank you you be blessed